This is Barry Zelma, Zelma on Insurance. I am an attorney, retired from the active practice of law, and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant, an insurance claims expert witness, an author and producer of these videos. Today, it's time to talk about ethics and the insurance product. The basic insurance product, that which insurance companies sell to the public, is a promise that the insurer may never be called upon to fulfill. The value of the promise is based on the trust of the policyholder in the insurer being able and willing to fulfill the promise or promises made by the insurance policy. Gallup polls since 1977 have consistently ranked insurance salespersons among the lowest in terms of perceived honesty and ethical standards. For example, in the November 1999 poll, insurance salespersons ranked third from last just above telemarketers and car salesmen. Depending on circumstances faced by an insurance agent, an insurance broker, an insurance claims handler, or other insurance professionals, find that they look to different resources for guidance when faced with an ethical decision. Dealing with mistakes in an honest manner appears to be more related to personal values which could be assessed by insurers during the selection and hiring process. The results of various surveys do not support the effectiveness of a number of common prescriptive actions to improve ethical behavior in the insurance industry. One of the most common prescriptions is ethics training, forcing people to listen to lectures like this one. The results indicate that, logically, far fewer hours are spent in ethics training than in sales training, and probably both training sessions are seldom listened to by those attending. In addition, there was no significant relationship between ethical intent or behavior and having received training or the number of hours spent in ethics training. In addition, it's important to note that larger doses of ineffective training cannot be expected to improve ethical conduct. Training in a formal setting, although useful, will not accomplish anything if the person being trained does not already have a well-defined ethical compass that has been applied to all interpersonal and business interactions throughout his or her adult life. State-mandated ethical training will not change an unethical person into a paragon of ethics. The most ethics training can hope to accomplish is to reinforce the ethics of those students who are already ethical and will have little or no effect on those who are not. Another common prescription is an organizational code of conduct. 
Studies have established that ethics codes, even if they are perceived to be enforced, are not significantly correlated to ethical behavior. Based on the mixed results of prior research, the effectiveness of ethics code is questionable. In order for ethics codes to be effective, they should be part of a toolkit used to shape and create a strong ethical corporate culture. An effective ethics code will be the centerpiece of strategic operations. Ethics codes cannot alter behavior if they are relegated to three-ring binders or sterile intercompany websites. They must be emphasized from the moment a person is hired and repeated regularly to all employees and officers of the company. Professionalism in the business of insurance is generally associated with ethical behavior. No significant relationship can be found between holding the CPCU designation or any other professional insurance designation and ethical intent or behavior. In addition, knowledge of or reliance on the CPCU Code of Ethics was not significantly correlated to either ethical intent or behavior. There is a need for professional organizations such as the CPCU and the CLU societies to develop and promulgate clear standards of ethical conduct on everyday issues in the business of insurance. The celebration of the ethical behavior of insurance salespeople should be at least as elaborate as the celebration of their sales production. The celebration of the ethical behavior of insurance underwriters should be just as elaborate as the celebration of the amount of premium written. The celebration of the ethical behavior of an insurance claims person should be just as elaborate as the celebration of the number of claims closed without complaint. Just as important as celebrating ethical standards is the perception of highly unpleasant consequences for ethical misbehavior through severe public consequences for ethical breaches and termination from the business and from the occupation. A person who breaks the ethical codes must be immediately dismissed. Ethical misconduct should be punished consistently and harshly, regardless of the production performance of the offender. To conduct ethical training, an insurer should include 1. Establishing a solid foundation. There are no shortcuts here. What is the culture of the company? Is it communicated clearly in a code of conduct? 2. Pinpoint the types of ethics training necessary. Some ethics considerations related to company culture, ethical conduct, both in and out of the office, and ethics training related to the diversity are vital to maintain a positive company cohesion 
that expresses the need to act fairly and in good faith. Because to every insurance company, acting fairly and in good faith is the constant ethical requirement. On the other hand, ethics related to regulatory and compliance training, data protection, and customer privacy must be maintained or companies risk facing extensive fines. Three, train employees where they are located. The amount of money spent on compliance training in the U.S. totaled roughly $90 billion in 2018. Nowadays, with video conferencing software or online virtual classroom platforms, a company can communicate the various requirements of its ethics training for employees simply over the Internet. 5. Ensure compliance, proof of presence, and proof of focus. It is not enough to inform employees of the guidelines of compliance. The insurer must ensure that employees have fully absorbed all the information. When moderating a remote session, it can be difficult understanding how focused your participants are. A simple multiple-choice test can aid in establishing compliance. And six, encourage group activity. Quality results if the session is as dynamic as possible. Training sessions can be quite boring if the audience is passive, sitting in the back row or at a computer terminal doing other work through a smartphone. Ethics training is essential for an insurer's ability to successfully communicate and carry out its main goal of dealing with all insureds and claimants fairly and in good faith. Effective ethics training for employees ensures that the insurer is situated for success and that individuals within the company will stay committed to their tasks at hand and treat every insured and claimant fairly, ethically, and in good faith. So what is the ethical insurance professional? Insurance industry practitioners must demonstrate in all interactions with customers the following common values. 1. Honesty. 2. Integrity. 3. Professionalism. and 4. Trustworthiness. These qualities always top the list of any code of ethics issued by various organizations around the world. Without honesty and integrity, there is no foundation of trust and no ability to act fairly, ethically, and with good faith. Insurance cannot successfully operate without their professionals being persons of high integrity. Unequivocal honesty is what leads to creating the trust of policyholders and claimants. Policyholders must never knowingly be provided with information that is false or misleading. Insurance professionals must not engage in misrepresentation, as slight as that might actually be, or if it seems irrelevant to the insurance professional. 
fraud and or deceit cannot be tolerated. A fraudulent act should lead to criminal charges and at least, at least dismissal. If any, in any situation, people want to be treated equitably and with respect. This is even truer when we consider insurance transactions. Insurance professionals prepare marketing, administrative, and legal information as the basis for their underlying business transaction. The insurance professional is always in a position of strength vis-a-vis policyholders who are usually quite ignorant about the insurance industry or how it operates. In such an environment, it would be simple for abuse to occur as it did in the 1950s when the tort of bad faith was created. Similarly, when a claim occurs, policyholders must be treated with the same qualities of honesty and good faith and fair dealing as anyone would wish following the golden rule to be treated in the same condition so that if you're presenting a claim, you want to be treated as well as you treat every insured who is presenting a claim. People are at their most vulnerable after an incident giving rise to a claim. When an insurer fails to treat a policyholder with fairness and respect at such a critical time, the conduct is particularly unwelcome and will invariably result in litigation. All insurance professionals must clearly understand their rights and obligations under insurance legislation, other relevant laws and regulatory requirements. They should act in full compliance with those requirements, seeking ways to avoid the impact of the application of law and regulation, for instance, is an indicator of an insurance professional not intent on complying with the spirit of the law or regulations and willing to breach the covenant of good faith and fair dealing and the ethical obligation to treat the insured fairly and in good faith. Prompt and effective customer service to policyholders and other stakeholders is essential to the ethical insurance professional. Insurance is and always has been a service business. Good service must be offered at all times for the business to succeed. Insurance professionals dealing with the public are on the front line of providing good service. They are directly accountable to policyholders for this aspect of the policyholder's relationship with the insurer. The need for rapid and efficient servicing is most apparent when a legitimate claim is received. Only in a case where there is genuine fraud established by more than a preponderance of the evidence, where there is deception or negligence on the part of the policyholder, should this requirement go unfulfilled. And even in the case of fraud and deception, the insured is entitled to 
ethical and good faith conduct on the part of the insurer. This video was adapted from my book, Ethics for the Insurance Professional, Second Edition, and is available from Amazon.com as both a Kindle book or a paperback, and can be discussed in greater detail by going to my website, Zalma.com, and clicking on the link to the Insurance Claims Library. If you found this video to be useful to you or your colleagues, please refer them to the URL. And please subscribe to my blog so you can learn about future videos and future blog posts. Thank you for your attention.